Hi guys, um, it's Jay here. Um, it's been a week plus since the last episode that um, I uploaded. You know, it's been a very tough week, you know, for Nigerians. It's been very hard for a lot of us mentally, emotionally, physically. And that's why um, on Instagram, my Instagram page, my focus was just asking how you doing, you know, not asking because I want to hear I'm fine, asking because I want to know the truth. Because a lot of us are not fine. We're not fine. I don't know how we're going to deal with it, but we're dealing. And that was what motivated me to, you know, look for someone that has an idea or that is um, that is their field to talk about mental health. So I searched on the power of social media, you know, and through a friend, you know, I got to meet this really amazing woman who is my guest this week. And I decided to do this pre-episode talk because you know i just wanted you guys to have an idea of um what motivated me to you know do this episode at this particular time because i know a lot of us we've had to deal with a lot i've had to deal with lack of sleep which i mentioned in this episode i've had to you know take sleeping pills you know it's been very rough for a lot of us and that is why I decided to do this episode. So going into this episode, I was thinking, you know, it's mental health check and it's going to be a serious conversation, but you are in for a shocker because this conversation <laughs> was anything but serious. When I mean anything but serious, it was so easy to have this conversation. The conversations were serious. Like she was spitting facts. I was listening. I was learning. And I'm sure you guys are going to learn as well. So it was a blend of fun and, you know, just passing across information in a lighter way. I think I'll leave it at that. So it was really good that I got to sit down with her and we had this beautiful conversation and I really enjoyed it. For me, it was, it was, it was a good interview. It was amazing, you know, and I feel like everybody needs to, you know, sit down grab your um, Fanta, your drink, your tea, whatever you like to take when you listen to your podcast. And, you know, just enjoy this episode and just listen to two women banter after having like one of the hardest weeks of their lives because it touched everybody. Like I said in a previous episode, it touched everybody. So it was just us trying to learn and move past, or not move past it necessarily, but just learn to deal with the trauma of you know 20th of october 2020 which is a day that a nigerian here home and abroad will never forget so i hope you guys enjoy this episode i totally 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 enjoyed making this episode it's like one of my favorite episodes so far i enjoyed it she was an amazing guest you know i got to learn a lot from her and um you guys do not forget i need your reviews okay so subscribe Tell your friends, share with your friends, you know, talk about the podcast, you know, just help a sister now, <laughs> that kind of thing. So just, you know, share with your friends. Like I said, you know, you can also uh, listen on any of the available platforms that you use to listen to your podcast. And I need your reviews. Okay. Reviews are so important. You know, it's like feedback, getting feedback from your work. So I need the reviews. Please send in the reviews. You can send me a DM. You can send me an email if emails are your thing. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode because I totally enjoyed making this episode for you guys this week. So sit back, right? Grab your tea. I don't know. I like tea. So I'm always going to use tea as my reference. Just grab your cup of tea, coffee, and just chill.
and enjoy this episode, okay? Okay. Hi guys, you're welcome to another episode of Storytime with Jay podcast, and of course, your host, Jay, right? Uh, today, I'm not alone, I have a guest in the house with me, in quotes, and uh, we're going to be talking about something that, you know, a lot of people have an idea of, but not, I don't think a lot of people really know much about it, so I'm just going to allow her to introduce herself, and we'll take it from there. So, over to you, guest. Okay, hi, everybody. Um, the name of my podcast is Loud Silence. It's available on uh, Spotify, Apple, everywhere. It's available everywhere on Anchor to just Loud Silence. So um, Loud Silence is, <clears throat> excuse me, a mental health podcast that I started for myself and for queer people, for straight people, for heterosexuals, pansexuals, whoever, whatever you are. And even if I know that sometimes uh, sexual orientation does and can lead to mental health problems, mental health issues, it's not exclusive to, you know what I'm saying? It's not mutually exclusive to just yeah. that. I want everybody to know that it's something that can affect anybody, sexual, whether it is you're homosexual or heterosexual, and asexual, you know, mental health is real and it can it can happen to anybody you are not exceptional you're not crazy you're not single-handed out you know it's just something that happens and it's something that you can deal with amazing fantastic Thank stuff you. yeah uh you're welcome you. to the podcast by the way uh so as is the tradition on um my podcast what i do is i like to share stories it could be my personal stories you know it could be a story of someone that was sent in just any stories at all but since we're talking about from what she just said you would have an idea that we're going to be talking about mental health so um could you please tell us a story you have the honors of telling us a story today so please guests okay um i would say that a story that has stood out for me most of my career as an occupational therapist um and as somebody who uh, <laughs> I mean, on first meeting, this is not what I say, you know, I, I like to make sure that whoever is meeting me sees me as not just a therapist, as a person, as a fully rounded person. So um, I did make a friend a couple of years back, I would say a year, a year ago, okay. a year and a half, I'm not sure. And, you know, just, I guess... It just it was just me being myself, and we just got talking about therapy. And she was like, hmm, I, I don't think I'll ever go for therapy. And I was like, Why? And she says that, you know, she, she doesn't understand the idea of telling somebody everything and just spilling my guts exactly the exact words she said. And she was like, hmm, Why do I have to sit down with a stranger and then say everything? Like, do I know them? I don't know who they would tell, and blah, blah, blah. And I had to explain that, you know, they are not allowed to tell. If they do, you can sue because yeah. there's a professional ethic. There's a code of conduct that all therapists have, and that is confidentiality. Confidentiality. <laughs> yeah. Doctors have it. Um, nurses have it. Your physiotherapists have it. Everybody in the medical field that has to do with your information, even your medical lab 
have sworn that oath, your medical lab technicians have sworn that oath to protect your privacy, to protect, to protect your, 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 um, your documents, to make sure that okay. you have, you have the confidence to confide in them. So I had to explain that. And everything I said was debunked, like immediately I was bringing it out. And I was just like, okay, this argument is not getting anywhere. And of course we continue being friends, whatever. And then one day we are just um, playing and or whatever, whatever friends do, I'd rather not say. And then, um, <laughs> and then what was it now? Oh, and then she just flares up and she's all of a sudden she's really happy and then she's like you guys yeah let's go shopping and you know we 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 are in the stores okay shopping you know and she's buying everything baby clothes fucking shower cups and i'm just standing there like towels and buying things for everybody i'm like what the fuck is going on and i knew what the fuck was going on because i am a therapist anyways she didn't know that at the time and I'm just looking like, okay, okay, okay. So I know that after that, there was definitely going to be a, like a... Um, meltdown? A uh, yes, definitely a meltdown. And I just had to wait for that. And when everybody said thank you for their stuff and left, I stayed and I stayed and I stayed and I waited. And of course, there was a low and it was really low. And it was very, very wow. low and Aww. yes and i had to say to her that i don't want to sound like i'm diagnosing you because that's not what i'm trying to do but it does seem to me that you you have a bipolar mood disorder and she was looking at me and she's like hmm? i'm like yeah you're bipolar and i'm not saying that to hurt i'm you, not saying it to, be, to be cute yeah okay. i'm yeah. not saying that to be cute i'm not saying it like mm, girl you have bipolar no you you are suffering from a mood disorder so it went from happiness to like uh to this thing it's called a mania it's a it's called a maniac episode it's called a maniac episode yeah so she went to this um high level she went to this high level of just like high happiness just a surge of it and then there's depression right after and then it's just sadness and emptiness that you're just like feeling so bad and lonely and you're sad you know and so yeah yeah, exactly and everybody around just took this and said like i said we just met you i just started being friends everybody around took this and just thought yeah that's how she is sometimes she's happy sometimes she's sad sometimes she don't even know when to come to her she just did like that sometimes like (laughs) if they follow her place she'll just start to be vexed she will not be para nobody we don't they used to um and a lot of people are going through this. I'm not saying that everybody's bipolar, but a lot of people are yeah. going through mood disorders, mood swings, and they just feel like everybody has seen it. Like, oh, it's normal, it's normal. It's a normal thing, I had huh? to, that kind of thing. Yes. So yeah. I had to um, quit the friendship, of course, and oh. become her therapist. Oh, okay, okay. And yes, I had to, because you can't necessarily be friends with your clients. <laughs> so yeah. I had to take it on. And because I tried to refer her to people so we could continue the friendship, maybe I could monitor her process that way, but she wasn't having it with other people, so I had to do it, and we had to quit the friendship, and mm. I would say it, it, it's, a, it's a good story for me, because I find solace in the fact that I was able to, to let her know, and let her accept the fact that you're fine. And seek help for you it. Just need to. 
Yeah. Yes. You you just need to find help. You need to do the work. Like mm. I always tell my patients, you need to do the work. You need to do the work. You need to do mm. the work. You need to do the work. You need to be and, ready. And it's gonna be fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, you it's need fine. to be ready to accept it. help as well. I think that's very exactly. that's very important. Yeah. And I I really yes, like I like the story. I like that we're setting off the um this episode on that tone. I really like the story and what it stands for. Uh, so I'm just going to go right into the questions, right? Um, sure. So um, the first question is, what is mental health? Like, explain it to me like I'm four years old. Like, <laughs> break oh, it down so, for me. Okay, you got it. Okay, so um, for your, um, sorry, mental health, uh, I would say is like, Ah, like you're four years old. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> so you know when you know when mommy is sick, mm-hmm. but you know mommy mommy's lying down all day. <laughs> I was I was joking. Please. I got you there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Anyway, so you actually did. <laughs> mental health. Yeah. So it's it's uh, in layman terms. This now this is the lowest I can go. It's literally health state of your mind. That's just what it is, the state of your mind. Because when some, most people, when they say I'm healthy, it means I'm not sick, I'm not noxious, I'm not feverish, yeah. I feel fine, I can work, I can stand up from the bed, I can go to work, blah, blah, blah. But when we say mental health, we just mean what is your mind doing? When is it doing it? Who is it doing it to? Why is it doing it? Like, is your mind stable? That's just what a mental health is. It's just checking up on yourself but not your body your mind your that's mind. what it is wow amazing yeah, i'm four year old i'm four years old and i understood what you just said completely because four year old right. of, of 2020 eh, they are on another level so yeah, I'm sure this, this explanation is even too is even too little for them but we too. we move right so uh, we my move, next <laughs> we move on so my next question is um what do you think comes to mind what's the first thing that comes to people's minds when they hear mental health and when i say people we're in nigeria now so let's bring it home let's let's bring it to Nigeria. so how do you think um, like what do you think is the first thing when you say mental health what's the first thing that comes to people's minds i honestly i would say stigma hmm. like yeah, really. yeah like real way that kind of thing like your your head is not correct or like you are crazy (laughs) yes or you are you are mad like somebody somebody placed a spell on you somebody put a curse on you Hmm. and now you need to find help and you know that's what comes to mind in in a nutshell Hmm. amazing amazing uh but do you think do you think um and my next question is do you think that a lot of people in Nigeria, because every example I'm going to talk about is going to be home, right? Um, every, yeah, of course. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so as Nigerians, do you think we fully come to terms with mental health? Like, I know, like, okay, we celebrate well, like, people are becoming more accepting of mental health issues, like, there's the awareness, but do you think it's something that people are fully accepted? I know we do World Mental Health Day. You know, everybody on IG is posting. I'm guilty of it too. I have accepted mental health issues, okay? But there are a lot of people that I'm not sure if they've accepted it. So do you think it's just doing things for the gram or do you think people are actually now accepting that, okay, this is an issue and this is something that we need to be more aware of? Um. Okay, so... I, I would not use the word accepting. Okay. I will use the word 
publicity that's okay. the word that comes to mind because i think a lot of people are becoming more aware of it it doesn't mean that they have they've accepted, accepted. it mm. and yes and words of wisdom <laughs> <laughs> thank you and i would say that uh, it's just it's mental health in nigeria on socials has risen to a point where how do i explain it that's risen to a point now where it's cool to talk about it uh when you when you when you talk about your mental health and your mental state and because a lot of people are like hmm, okay i can't relate to what this person is saying so now it's cool to talk about it it doesn't necessarily mean that a lot of people have accepted it it's just it has gotten to that place has risen to that point where if you come for somebody who has mental health issues or saying talking about their mental health people are going to come for you and say oh blah 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 that's how cool it is now it's now cool to talk mm-hmm. about but people have not necessarily accepted it hmm. do i make sense yeah yeah absolutely you're making so that's much it. you're making so much sense and i have to agree with you i think it's more of a publicity stunt where people are just posing like they actually understand they accept it and it's not right i feel like if you're saying you accept something you should not just say you should do it as well like yeah mm-hmm. i hope i'm making sense as well <laughs> so i'm copying yes, i'm copying and i i like the fact that the conversation we're having you know it's not so um sad in quotes because when people hear mental health they feel like an episode on mental health should just be serious like you're reading like something no. from an obituary it shouldn't be that so i like the fun vibe no. that there is to this conversation so um Thank i'm going you. yeah <laughs> you're welcome you're so polite gosh <laughs> um so something um i want to talk about is i know there are a lot of mental health like issues and everything so can you like just briefly you know talk about some types of mental health issues that a lot of people i know people are so conversant with depression anxiety and that but i know there's okay. more there's more so yeah. yeah of course educate us so um okay <laughs> mental health all right um how do i make this sound as fun as possible remember for you i always say i always <laughs> always uh, i always say this to everybody that the mind is as fickle as it is as strong the mind is very strong. Your mind is your strongest point, actually. Ooh. Your mind can will so many things that it can literally make help you achieve the impossible. Like there's this Chinese legend that says that, and it's a quote from Mulan. I love Mulan. I'm a fan of Mulan. Ah. Uh, the Disney movie, Mulan. Yes. Oh. And it says that four ounces can move a ton four ounces can move a ton hmm. so um yeah so literally what the man was trying to say to mulan or and to all his subjects and all the people he was teaching was that when your chi is powerful which is the, your will of your will of mind your yeah. your will to do something nothing is impossible hmm. but when your mind is weak then your mind does its own things and everybody that has everybody that is listening to this or will listen to this needs to know that your mind is a personality the only Mm -hmm. thing is that it lives in you and it's yours so you can control it now let's move on to uh uh the kind of mental health that nobody talks about so yeah there are two types there's the psychosis and there's neurosis Hmm. so psychosis is 
people who have mental health and are not aware of it they don't know that they are suffering from a mental health I- issue okay. they don't think anything is wrong with them they just think well i don't like to use the word wrong but they don't think that their reality is distorted i should say they just feel like this is the norm like what are you talking about this thing now normal thing now like when uh somebody who has schizophrenia keeps seeing an elephant in the room they don't know that they are schizophrenic or they don't know that they are hallucinating they just feel like oh yeah they're like are you not seeing the elephant there's an elephant in the room now guy can't you it's right there can't you see it and then there's neurosis um neurosis is when you know that I have a mental health disorder. I am bipolar. I am schizophrenia, and I'm aware of it. I know I have it. So those are the two types of, um, you know, that people that you can find who live with mental health issues. And I would PTSD is a mental health issue. PTSD that's post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Um, we have. I like to talk about this a lot. We have anxiety, and yeah. anxiety is not just when you are jump your which is it's part of it yeah Yeah. but there's social anxiety there's general anxiety there's um like i said there's anxiety there's anxiety disorder that one is that one day there's general anxiety that one day one day then there's social anxiety that one self is another place do you understand there are different types of anxiety so many layers to like so many layers to mental health issues there is Wow. wow 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 and we have schizophrenia, as I mentioned earlier. We have insomnia. Insomnia is not a mental health issue, but it's it's a very big, big comorbidity of mental health issue. What I mean by comorbidity is that mm-hmm, it will often please. exist. With, <laughs> what I mean by comorbidity is that it will often exist with a mental health issue. For example, if somebody has PTSD, they might not be able to sleep. Insomnia means loss of sleep. So um, there's that. Um, what else do I want to? Do I want to drop in here? Yeah, there's it's depression everything, and everything, <laughs> and there's depression and <sighs> depression, depression, hmm. depression. See, I have a question. That, that depression. depression, man. <laughs> the thing but, about depression hmm. that no, no, most people don't know is that please stop. Like I see a lot of people just thinking I'm depressed. No, G you're just really really sad and that's fine that's cool we all get sad sometimes we all get really really sad but for you to be depressed and eh, you need to have been going through this feeling of sadness for at least six months three months i'll say three months like on and off or been, co- like is it on and off or constant, is it constantly like constantly Whoa. you need to Whoa. have been going for like three months like i can't eat i can't get out of bed i can't do nothing I cannot move. Like I'm looking at my phone right there and I cannot like go and take it. I just want to lie here and do nothing. I don't have the will to go out. I don't have the will to eat. I don't want to clean my room. I don't want to. Now, not everybody loses the will to eat. Some people will still eat, but I don't want to stand up and take my plate to the kitchen. I don't want to shower. I don't want to bathe. I just want to be here. I don't want nobody to talk to me. All the things that they used to like doing, they'll stop doing They don't doing want it. to do That's, it anymore. They don't want to do nothing. Just stay where they are. They don't want to see you. You know, your best friend is avoiding you. They don't want to see you. Don't come to my house. Don't knock on my door. I'm not open for you. I don't want to stand up. It's not, I'm depressed, but like, I don't want to minimize anybody's feelings, but you cannot say, oh my God, I'm suffering from depression right now. But you are doing all the things you like, you know, bruh. 
nah you're just really sad you know and it's funny you said this sorry it's funny you said this because i was going to ask a question like before you started to explain i was going to ask you so what is the difference between depression and sadness and i think you've already covered that so oh okay yeah that was what i was going to ask because i know that that's something that a lot of people you know they sort of they kind of interchange it and i don't think you can interchange how you use it it's either you're depressed or you're sad and like you've said it has to be that you losing basically losing the will to want to do the things that you like to do and Mm -hmm. not just having the ability to you know want to do stuff you want to stay in bed and um the um other things that you mentioned so that brings me to my next question um and this is something that has affected a lot of us right i remember Mm -hmm. when i reached out to you and um i had certain questions i wanted to ask and it's rather unfortunate that those questions have now changed into what you know what we're going to talk about now it's yeah you know i sent i reached out to you and i'm glad that you decided to come on the um podcast and do this with me thank you it's my pleasure pleasure. um so the we've had protests you know we've talked about police brutality we've talked about so many things i would love to i feel like we still need to touch anxiety we're going to get back to that but i need to ask these questions um how do you think like people can deal with what they're going through right now we all know what happened you know we are all like i've had to deal with you know i had the conversation with you and i told you that i've had to deal with my inability to speak i couldn't talk for like a couple of days because like my friends kept calling me i didn't want to talk i was just numb like i couldn't process it so and i know a lot of people are going through this so like what exactly do you think is going through the minds of people like especially like youths in quotes like what do you think is going through their mind right now um thank you that's a good question so as for what is going through their mind i do not know but as of what we are all generally feeling i think is sadness Mm. okay just broken and Mm. very low and just loss yeah. loss grief um death uh, all these things yes i would say uh um, are things that i think we are all generally feeling and betrayal yeah. betrayal yeah. and yeah i would say i would say like based on what i feel like people are feeling right now that's it but um if i want to relate it to mental health if you if you had asked me i don't know if you had plans of asking me that like what kind of mental health issue do i think most people are dealing with right now no i had that question talking like for later but this just popped up i was Uh, like you know what i was just working on impulse like shoot just ask all right all right cool 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 i got you so i would say it's ptsd post-traumatic stress disorder okay that's what it is okay because I have been taking, um, I put it on my Twitter. I've been yeah. taking um, clients for free. I'm not charging money right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm coming over. Yeah, no. I'm not charging money. So I've been getting a lot of clients. And immediately they tell me everything. And I'm like, okay, so um, you, might, you might be dealing with a traumatic stress disorder, uh, a post traumatic stress disorder. They're like, eh, PTSD. Ah, PTSD. Ah. 
No, I say I cannot sleep. You are saying PTSD. What? Well, yes, that that one now. So, I have to, I have to explain that. See, eh? You get PTSD. You guys accept them. Yeah. But the thing is that when most people think about PTSD, they think about the war. They think about soldiers in the yeah. war. They think about. They don't really think about like. You don't have to have gone to die. fight somewhere. Exactly. Hey, imagine, oh. So, and PTSD is a lot of things, oh. A lot of things. Really? You get it's oh, a wow. lot of things. Yes. It's Please a lot tell of us, things. tell us more, tell us more, I beg. I want to know so, more. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, eh, PTSD, PTSD rather, it's a stress disorder. Okay. Or a disorder that develops um, after you've experienced something shocking, scary, or a dangerous event wow yes have you heard shocking hmm. scary or a dangerous event now you can be on a bike and your okada man try to touch your breast that's a dangerous event very and dangerous one we just like if some people just like yeah, i'll slap your okada man and come down how you come but down from a moving people, bike? I mean, Okada. You can just tell him to stop or whatever. Some people just blow it off and be like, oh, it's Okada, man, they are mad. Ha, 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 kiki, ki, mm-hmm. and yeah. move on with their lives. Yeah. But some people, that was a scary event. That yeah. was a dangerous event. That was a shocking event. And now, they don't want to enter Okada's no more. They don't want to be on a moving bike. They don't trust no man that looks like an Okada rider. And they keep dreaming about it. They can't sleep. They keep thinking about it. They keep feeling unclean, dirty. And all these things, and some, some of them even start feeling guilty. Like, why did I enter that card? After all, two stopped for me. Why did I choose that one? Maybe I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what I'm trying to drive out here is that never one event is not going to affect two people the same way. So when I say that it's a shocking, scary, or a dangerous event that happened, it doesn't need to be a big thing. It doesn't need to be a big deal for, for you for it to be a big deal to the next person. First thing, yeah. So that's just what I mean. Yeah, I just need I just needed to put that out before I talk about PTSD. So sometimes somebody says that ah, I one time when I was young, my mommy puts bitter leaf inside a uh, martina for me. Now I cannot drink martina. That's PTSD. It might be small, but immediately you see martina, you just think of Ugo and then you go back there to that yeah. bitterness exactly triggers you and when i say some people i mean me this person is ah me. another story <laughs> we get two stories and this episode we're, no, we get <laughs> we're not getting other stories that's it ah. all right so um so yeah so that's basically what i would say ptsd was i just really needed to um to just put that out because you said four years old so i'm trying to make this as less dramatic and as less booky or whatever yeah. i don't want to use jargon terms as yeah. possible so yeah that's that's just what ptsd is like i have um said before and i do not like to talk about ptsd without bringing up common symptoms you know what okay. are the common symptoms of ptsd okay intense feelings of intense feeling of of of, of distress when you are reminded of a tragic event extreme physical reactions um to to reminders of traumas so extreme physical reaction which means that you can start sweating from nowhere you just start sweating your heart to start pounding very loudly pounding very loud or you start feeling noxious or dizzy 
these are extreme physical reactions if you are reminded of a trauma, right? Yeah. Now, invasive, upsetting memories of tragedy. Invasive, mm-hmm. upsetting memories of tragedy. Invasive, again, invasive. Like a nightmare. Because a nightmare is invasive of your beauty yeah. sleep. <laughs> yeah, so flashbacks. Um, flashbacks like if you, are, you are just trying to move on your day, but you just keep going back there. You keep going back there. You keep seeing it again. And you're just like, when will this ever stop? These are symptoms. Like I said before, nightmares of, of, the, of what happened at the event. Um, loss of interest in daily activities. Daily activities, brushing, combing, drinking, whatever, eating, sleeping. These are daily activities. Um, difficulty remembering important aspects of a tragic event because your mind is going to try to help you shut down up some deadly things that you saw because it knows the effect it might have on you. Mm-hmm. So you start to forget important aspects. Just start shut it down. You were there in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Wow. You start avoiding certain activities of thoughts, of feelings, of people that remind you of tragedy. And the last symptom is you start feeling emotionally numb and detached from other people. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Are you hearing? Yes, I'm, now, I'm hearing you loud and clear. <laughs> uh, and now the one that I like to always say, because I like to put a timestamp on things, according to DSM-5, um, which is, okay, those are jargon terms. I would just say that according to psychiatrists, psychologists, whatever, therapists, them, them, um this has to be going on for a month before you can say i have ptsd i will not mm-hmm. immediately recall i will say oh you have nightmares it's it's a symptom of ptsd but however i have to monitor you to see if it is you have ptsd or not because i know that it has to be i've been going on for at least a month all these things i mentioned at yeah. least a month two months and then we'll say okay ptsd so you can be diagnosed as having that uh-huh. right PTSD, yes. And there are layers to this thing. There are layers to it. There are layers to it. There are, layers. There are five clusters. There's stressors. There's intrusion symptoms. There's um, unpleasant changes of mood. There's avoidance. Mm-hmm. Like I've tried to simplify when I said emotional detachment. Yes, yeah. You know, or you tried avoidance, like I've mentioned here again. Unpleasant changes of mood, like when your body just starts pounding out of nowhere. Da 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 da. Changes in reactivity. I feel like I've covered all this from the symptoms I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So let's not go back into it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I would say actually that one thing I know, say they happen no, because mm-hmm. of the thing we happen, now PTSD. A lot of people cannot sleep. A lot of people get in flashbacks. A lot of people, you cannot move your body. You just feel like you feel so numb. And that's just PTSD. I'm on that table when it, I'm on that table when it comes to inability yeah. to sleep. I have not been getting enough sleep. I wake up at night like in like I just wake up like I'm jolted from sleep by electricity. Like I just wake up like like I'm mm-hmm. scared, you know, that kind of thing. So I know that after that thing happened, after Tuesday happened, that a lot of people are hurt, right? And I saw how on Twitter a lot of people were using humor, a lot of people were using music, a lot of people were talking about mm-hmm. sex. So I felt yeah. like a lot of people were using these things to cover up. It's like trying to use a mod. You have an injury and you're trying to use mod to cover up the injury instead of getting proper help. So I know that those yeah. things are not long-term, like sex, music, whatever it is that is your, de- um, your device or whatever you use, it's not long-term. So what would you say is the long-term that can help 
Because okay. I know a lot of us need help. So what can we do to get this help that we so obviously need? Um, uh, number one thing with getting help, I mean, getting better is acceptance. Okay. You need to accept that, okay, there's something is wrong. I'm glitching. I need help. Okay. You need to accept that. That's first. And the minute you accept that you need help, it will be very easy to find help. Because you are looking. You're actively looking. And there are a lot of people who have volunteered, who have, like, people they really want help. Yeah. There's better aware NG that, you know, they have, and it's free. They have, psych, psych, like, they have therapists on deck for you. Like, it's free. We have TIERS, the Initiative of Human Rights Nigeria. They are also there. They okay. have psychologists, they have psychiatrists, they go boy. You are just you go self, there. You said you are there. Appointment. <laughs> I'm there, but I'm not always free. So, <laughs> Busy be. Uh, as I was saying, mm -hmm. yes, very really. Uh, I, I, so, these people are there and they are free. And okay. it, it's no longer about, I cannot afford it. This area is free now. Go, go there, because now it's free. And I'm also working with an organization now, although I'm not allowed to say the name because I didn't take permission before this. Uh, okay, uh, and that's fine. That's fine. But yes, but um, it's it's if you go to Kikimondi's page or Feminist Co, you would find you find a link to a support mental health group. I'm, I'm, I'm working with this team of people. Uh, all you have to do is register and they'll get you a therapist in nothing less than a few hours. You don't need to wait for long. If you put there that it's an emergency, it should be treated like an emergency. You get a therapist ASAP and it's free. And we are doing this for people who uh, probably went to jail during the protest or we are the protest grounds or, you know, mainly protesters. That's how yeah. our, like our field right now. We're just trying to focus on them, make them a priority and try to attend to them so that they don't shut down or get to pile all these emotions up. So, because yeah, so everybody day. It's a lot. And, I and I'm play. also here for now. I did, exactly. So I'm working <laughs> with them and that's free. But personally, I'm not free because mass got bills to pay. I go yeah. eat. And electricity bill gone really do. So exactly, man. And, and we have days like that together. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to say that in as much as I really do like to give my services for free. Um, this is she's not I free, oh. My mom. <laughs> something I found my mom on and my partners and stuff like that. But the truth is that well, I'm single. By the way, if any of you were wondering. Uh, when you um, say partners now, that, we're like, ah, oh my god. Nah, I mean like exes, ex, you know, oh, okay. people have with. <laughs> but I like, what was I saying? So yeah. You say you so, your mom? Um, about? Yeah, for my mom, because my mom is saying I paid a lot of money, which is true, for you to get this education, and now you are doing, doing it for free, you are giving it for free, like, you have to worry about you. Nigeria doesn't work that way. You have to feed. You have to live. Okay, so I was like, okay, here is what it is. If you can't afford to pay for a session, it's very important that you pay for the session because yeah. it's literally the person's livelihood. It's what they do to survive in life. So you, if you can't afford it, pay. Now, if you can genuinely not afford it, I will give it to you for free. But if you can afford it, though, pay. And even if you tell me you cannot afford it, I will still say, okay, bring 1K. Because why? Even though I, I, I don't charge one key, please don't misunderstand me. I just like <laughs> to make sure that it's good you clear that. I just up like up. to make sure that Abio, I just like to make sure that you don't have anything, but I'll still take money from you. Why? 
because people place value on what they pay for exactly if you pay for a session you will listen to what i'm saying and you will now. come you will you'll be come. trusted you will come for the session because money money left your pocket yeah ah, so yeah so but i try i do charge for therapy um although i'm not i don't have a space yet so everything is still virtual yeah uh, you can hit me up when I've, i think at the end of this discussion we'll go put everything for there we'll put the, we'll pour uh, every, we'll pour everything out there <laughs> exactly yeah pour everything out that's there. it that's it that's it um yeah so that's where you can get help there are people who are willing to help like the first thing i said is acceptance second thing is that looking for help i just mentioned where you can get help from yeah the third thing and the final thing and the most important thing that i tell every single one of my clients it doesn't matter if you're paying me a fucking billion dollars i'm gonna tell you this i'm gonna tell you this straight up i'm gonna tell you this at the beginning of the session you have to do the work you have to do the work you have to mm. fucking do the work if you do not do the work therapy is not gonna work for you what she said what she said yeah so now that you mentioned therapy yeah now that you mentioned therapy Mm -hmm. right i have a question Mm -hmm. for you based on therapy like i see a lot of people now especially on twitter they're like openly talking about oh i I, i'm trying out therapy why do you think that is so like no people are not even ashamed to talk tell you that they're going for therapy and you know why do you think what is changing uh just people, 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 mentalities. Like I said, we make traditions, we make culture, we, we the people, we made it mm-hmm. and we can change it. You know, so just the same way Mary Slayer came and she was like, yeah, like, yeah, bitches killing up twins in this place. Nah, G, that's wrong. You enough is enough. Killing twins. Enough is enough. And, and people were like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But why are we so scared of twins, anyways? Huh. Okay, they're just they're not so like, bad. Oh, wow. They're oh, cute. Look. They're, they're cute. So bad, you know, yeah, they're cute. you know, <laughs> and they can actually mean good things. I right, fuck yeah. it. Now everybody wants a twin. Uh, uh, you know, so it's it's narrative. It's mindset, mentalities. You know, people are becoming to be more aware. Like now, my mind. Now your mind. Like it did your body. Yeah. yeah, another person, but you want to talk, say, Me, I'll be macho man, I'll be macho woman. You know, they work like that now. You know, they tell people our secrets. You know, they, you know, you know, they work like that. Nah. Hard because, guy. Like I said before, yeah, hard guy, I know they work oh, because mm. the day your mind wants to take control, it will take control. And you'll be messy. You'll be messy. You'll be messy, man. You'll be unproductive. You'll not be good for anybody or your own self. So, yeah. why you still can't get help and do the work? You yeah. have to do the work. So what about um, some protesters that, okay, they, they are maybe, I, don't, I wouldn't want to use the word shy, but they don't want to come forward or they don't want to talk about how they're feeling, you know, how else can they cope? Because I know, I'm sure, and I, I don't want to assume, but I would like to believe that there are a lot of them that might not want to seek mental help. Am I right? Or am I yeah of course you are you're right you're right of so course. how can those ones how can they be helped because i know they need help i don't know i'm sorry but <laughs> i don't know wow i have to say yes i have to be honest because i don't know i know i know what i'm doing i'm good at my job i'm fucking good at it i would sit with you i'll listen i'll do everything mm-hmm. to make sure that but again i know be epidemiologist true <laughs> yeah that's probably yeah. I, so if you you have to come to me you have to I'll accept that you need the help 
but you have to accept that you need help because yeah. if not it's just me forcing all these things on you like oh you you should be you should be suffering from ptsd right now you know the protest i come for therapy now you have to say yourself that oh more i need the I'm help feeling too good I need help. I'm going to go get help. And then so now everybody's every mental health anything in Nigeria right now is stretching out their hand. All you have yeah. to do is meet them just halfway. Meet them halfway and just reach just out. Meet and them halfway. Yeah. Get the help and that get the you help. need. If you feel and like I said before, acceptance. Like I said in the beginning, if you feel like there's nothing wrong with you, then there's nothing wrong. Until you start to feel like I actually need help. Um, uh, bless me. Make when I check out more. That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. That's the only way I think for now that I can help. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so I have a couple of um, questions to ask because this episode has just been enlightening. Um, so people that have been ingesting all this information, I think for me, that's, that has been the thing that affected me the most, you know, all the pictures I had to see, all the videos I had to see, you know, affected my ability to sleep properly so what would you say to people that regardless of the fact that hey these things happen though and they're still ingesting more of this information how can they be helped like because i know that this thing here it's you're feeding your mind and mental health is about your mind so if you keep feeding your health yeah. your mind or your heart or whatever with this kind of information i just feel like it's going to be a huge pile of the S word because it's going to be messy. So how can yeah. we help people from? Because people want to be informed. Uh, okay. Um, again, you need to meet uh, mental health people halfway. Secondly, um, put your phone down. Mm. Words of wisdom. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot of like clients like that, patients. I just tell them, put your phone down. Hmm. put your phone down like log off just do that and they always say no i feel so guilty i feel like i need a break but then i'm like people literally died for this i don't want to just leave it and mm -hmm. i'm like but you have to though mm -hmm. because if you don't you'll be no good to anybody else not yep. to yourself not to the people that you're trying to fight for mm -hmm. not for the cause you believe in because you are not yourself and so you cannot achieve these goals and you, you have succeeded in not living to fight for another day, even though you are not well, dead. Yeah. And even though you are not in the front line, even though you are not directly affected, you still need to take care of yourself. Because the first rule of first aid eh, is that make sure that there are no dangers for your own self first before you go and help somebody. True. Because if there are dangers, and like, if the snake will, snake will bite person, it doesn't run that bush. <laughs> You you not see the snake where bites person. You won't come and give the person first stage. You guys check first. Say the snake where bites you don't go. You don't, you don't go. I'll be okay. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Once you know say the snake where bites you don't go. The snake don't disappear. You come and administer first stage. No, we say the snake where bites person still dead there. Come bite you. Ah, you come bite the person. Come bite you. Who go give who first stage? the same level exactly. So that's how it is. You have to take care of yourself. You have to uh, treat yourself. Eh? You need to treat yourself with love. Make sure mm. that I'm fighting. You no, know, I'm fighting for a cause. I'm fighting for what I believe in. I will stand up and fight. I'm a soldier. I'll do anything for this. Like, but protest. I'll do anything for this development. But still, but what <laughs> you say? I'm shutting down. I can't anymore. Put your phone down. 
Hmm. Let yourself breathe. Breathe. This is not hmm. a bad thing. You are not guilty of anything. Yeah. Because by the time you come back, you are coming back more energized. Now yeah. you get energy. Now you get liver. If you fight again, and until you weary again, and you go back and you refresh. Because the truth be say, all these people they fight, all these fouls them them. I don't say nobody they tell this FK them, kick it them. I don't say that yeah, nobody tell them say ah, you guys. I hope people are taking care of yourself. They and just, then they go feel them. They have to take they care of themselves. Exactly, they have to take everybody. Hmm. Even soldiers gone when they fight for war, they get break time. They uh uh. <laughs> Break time, they, they retreat. go hide inside their... their, yeah, their they their go hide. retreat. The commander go, they shout, retreat, retreat. They will, yeah. okay, re-strategize, replan, refresh, yeah. refuel. And that's how you... Uh, that's how your mind is. And so what I would say to you is put your phone down. Try to mm. go with mm. movie. Mm. Do something. Go out with friends. Drink. If you are a stone within, within the within the curfew, please. Within the curfew. Yeah, within the curfew, please. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so that's what I'll say. Now nah, my own be that. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Mm, true. Any more questions? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got not a few. I have I think just two questions because you've literally answered right. everything. So um my question is, All can right. you just talk um a little bit about anxiety? Because I know a lot of people are like oh, I, I have this anxiety, I have that. So can you just, you know, just shine shoe small on anxiety for us? Um, uh, I hope you shine shoe for anxiety. Why now? I have to be honest. Why? I'm not like I will not try to be brief. I can do that. Okay. But now watch, I'm not shining any shoe. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Like I said, anxiety is a lot of things. It's a lot of things. And we cannot shine shoe on it. If you if you want to know, you gotta know. Oh, okay. That's just it. If you want to know about anxiety, you gotta know about anxiety. You have to be sure. Okay, I'm anxious. Uh, anxiety is a lot of things, and I say that this place we like we they, we they tell stories for here. So I will give a story. Yes, and no. I'll just go from there. Anxiety. When I was in secondary school, now this is a personal story. I had okay. a best friend. Every time I would feel like she wasn't my best friend, even though she was doing everything best friends do. I would feel like nobody loves me. I don't have friends. Nobody likes me. Even though Are I you my twin? Are you my twin? Uh, this story uh, sounds uh, like you're opening uh, my, life, my life story. Right. Uh, <laughs> ah. And it just kind of felt like, okay, I'm alone. Just when you are in public, you just start feeling small. Hmm. Not because your clothes are not as fancy. Hmm. You just feel like I don't belong here. Look at how everybody's wearing. Look at how wow. everybody's behaving here. Look at what I like. Ah, why am I here? Why am I in this crowd? What am I doing here? Or when it's time for an interview or something, you just freeze up. Hmm. You know, you know everything, though, but you just it's freeze up. But, you know, just... but you don't feel calm. Just hmm. freeze up. Another thing where people will get anxiety, they suffer from. Now, during exam, like me now, I get anxiety for secondary school. I still get down, but secondary school is bad because I don't know what's going to happen to me. Hmm. So, during exam, mathematics exam, I go down and read, though. I know I don't know math, but I read. I'll see enter the hall and my palms will just start sweating. Oh I'll start fidgeting. Every wow. fucking thing I read is out the window. And now I'm just staring at a blank fucking paper and I don't understand shit. That's anxiety. Hmm. it's familiar right yeah like, i said that my life story now you just open <laughs> yeah. so Boy. that's anxiety hmm. and 
nobody will tell you that because again because of the country we grew up in and everything nobody will say oh you are anxious ah, it's okay there's nothing wrong with you or when you're in a relationship and you need constant reassurance that this person is still dating me we are still dating right and there's some people who ask their boyfriend or girlfriend like we are still dating right or Jesus. after the fight you're like we are still together this right? table has broken like, on my head but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you still you still love me right right i'm just making sure you know it has anxiety wow anxious g3 so yeah. i'll just say man if you want to find out more about anxiety i'm not i i think i have an episode on that but i'm not so sure i, I no, you I, do I, I you actually you have an episode i think i saw it you have an episode on anxiety so if you want so to please, know more about anxiety just check for the podcast loud silence on anchor finish and other platforms google podcast apple Apple. she's she's everywhere so just just search for loud silence and you get your public everywhere oh my this play this but this episode is like you don't you just come advertise yourself you know just you know Uh, what can i do (laughs) you say if you advertise yourself now Uh, uh, that's channel that's so now the way forward uh so uh (laughs) lastly um are there any myths or facts about um, mental health? Like maybe there's something, there are some myths about mental health, you know, myths or facts about mental health. So, yeah. Um, I think I have something interesting. Hmm. Well, I just wanted to say, I don't know how your listeners would take this, but something that was like, that is funny to me that I took in, although this is not really about mental health, but I'm just going to say this one to store because I did try to think of the facts. Okay. Way I know. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, I would say uh, there was a time when I was taking um, disability and sociology in, okay. in university. Okay. And I, come, and I came across the fact that there was a time in life where having breast was a disability okay yeah like wow. having breasts and there, there's this very popular sculptor that i'm sure all of us know his works he always like draws like they always look roman and white and but you know oh, you okay. that even when women, there was the breast. no breast yes <laughs> i so know who i have an idea me i have an idea okay uh-huh. find that sculpture who did not draw people he did not used to sculpt people with breasts and try to dig deep you really have to dig deep to find that though that's a valuable piece of information one of those things that get lost and you just think that baba was being creative nah it just felt like breasts what are those wow yeah just for pleasure actually anyways so for mental health facts um and if you think i'm lying to maybe i did bobo you just try and go and read about it and hit her up on a podcast let her know that this bitch is a liar no such time. <laughs> please go to loud silence and, and drag her like generator. Please don't <laughs> nah, tell her that the person brought on your podcast. They bobo also just they store that here now. Story now zobo now born to do anything, shall but do the work. Yeah, so um information. Exactly. So PTSD, like which is one thing that we kind of capitalized on today. I'll give a fact about that. Um during the years of World War one and world war two it used to be called shell shock combat fatigue yeah yeah, yeah. that's the fact oh, that's okay. the, it, it 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 wasn't always post-traumatic stress disorder 
Okay. So who now she came gets, up with? Who yeah. now started this? Because this episode is long, but I'm glad that it's yeah. called PTSD Sha. So I wanted to ask you yeah, that. So how did PTSD come about? Like the name. But, oh, okay. The name. Ah, uh, um, American now, Psychiatric Association kind of renamed it. You know, okay. we had the European Association too. I think those those ones they were calling their own stress disorder. Okay. Americans called it shell shock or uh, combat fatigue. And later they now changed the name to post-traumatic stress disorder. Because you cannot say shell shock or combat fatigue because you know they were now domestic go yeah domestic abuse they cause yeah. PTSD. Yeah sexual abuse they cause PTSD. So that one are shell shock. No it's no not the combat fatigue. No com- no go on now. These are other things that uh-huh, these are other things that could have can cause it so it was now later said that okay we can say post-traumatic as in the trauma has happened yeah a stress disorder yeah so that's about it oh wow this 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 episode there has been one of a kind like (laughs) i i swear that i have to bring you back on this i have to bring you back on podcast at some point i don't i don't (laughs) care so do you have any do you have any um closing words any last words you know as we start to say our goodbyes so do you have any last words for us i have last words i have closing words and it's that Don't be ashamed of your mental health. Don't be afraid of your mental health. Be active with your mental health as you are are active in every form of of your life. It's important. And according to the reverse definition of mental health by WHO 2015, I don't know if they've updated this, but last time I checked, 2015, yeah? Health is everything. Psychologically, mentally, physically, socially, economically spiritually mm. that's when you can really say that i'm healthy Rich. when you are healthy in all these aspects i mentioned so get your money get your bag get your paper get your stacks pursue your happiness get your lover get all those things that make life good but always never regret your mental health do not be afraid of it do not shy away from it do not let people talk into a corner about your mental health it's in your body it's your life and you are the only one that can help yourself, as I have said before. And another second closing remark that I want to say is that do the work. When you go for therapy, please do the work. When you see your therapist, sometimes uh, I, I told one of my clients, I said, I want you to write, I am beautiful, I am sexy, I am gorgeous. And I want you to put it in the place that you first look at every morning when you wake up. Words of reaffirmation. Mm-hmm. words of affirmation i want you to say that to yourself every morning when you finish sharing i don't know whatever your routine is look at yourself in the mirror and say yeah i got this i'm beautiful i'm sexy i'm smart i'm everything i mm. think i am mm. nobody can bring me down today i'm mm. good and when i gave her that assignment she was like close to my therapist like what the fuck is this shit this is what i paid money for it's a joke like i knew because from her countenance i knew that she thought i was joking but i just said to her <laughs> you know i just thought that do the work and sometimes you might feel like the therapist just they use you play, like just mm-hmm. basic things. They can say things like, write down how you feel and burn the paper. But mm. if you do the work with your mind, mm. you will see results. Mm. So don't look down on it. Do, that's what I mean Word. when I say do the work. If I give you assignments and you're my patient and you're my client, I expect you do the work, do your assignments. Mm. I always give my patients assignments. This is your assignment, go and do it. Mm. 
I want to give somebody an assignment. I said, for 24 hours, I want you to say no. Wow. Yes. To people or just just say no to anything? Anything. If they ask anything. Anything. Just say no. no. Uh, Please, can you help me? No. No. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Just say no. Because some people don't know how to say no. And it's a problem because now they are stressed they are they are over they are they are doing too much they don't know how to rest and people around them are just taking this for granted because they know that you she won't say, say yes. no no she won't say no. no so i told her i said for 24 hours i want you to say no everything anything good morning no and come and tell me how you feel about it and she did the assignment she came out and she was like wow at first i felt guilty i was like very normal secondly i didn't I, I people thought i wasn't making sense i was like yes that's normal thirdly it felt good of course i know it felt good because you didn't have to do as much as you do in a normal day and these people heard you say no for the first time it goes shock them more but yeah. it's an introduction to the new you so that they can know that you are capable of saying no and so that you can know that you are capable of saying say no. no no it's not a foreign word it yeah. exists in your dictionary it's right there so you can use it you have a right to say no Ah. and so i think that's about it i should dead into the stories but yeah do the work do the work don't be afraid don't be scared these are my final words uh yeah you're amazing you are amazing thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much for coming on this episode i swear that she's deaf guys she's definitely coming back so when next she's back just know that She's the one that is here because you will know uh, I'm talking as well. So I'm really grateful that you decided to do this episode. Thank you thank for you. joining me today on Storytime yeah, with Jay. Of and of Anything. course, to everyone listening, I remain Jay, your host. So till next time, Woo! remain Storytime with Jay. Have a lovely weekend, yeah. everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.